Hey, welcome back. This is Mason Brielle, and you're listening to Teen View. All right, guys. So today we're going to start off a little bit different. Um, we're going to start off with a opening prayer. So let's get started. Lord, today we ask that you just come and be with us and help us to speak about what our crowd needs to hear and our audience needs to hear. Um, we are so grateful that you gave us this platform to be able to speak and this opportunity to really just talk about you and what you mean to us. Lord, today is a beautiful day and we are so excited to get started. We love you. Amen. Amen. All right, here we go. So today's episode, Brielle, do you want to tell them what it's about? We are going to answer some of your questions you guys gave us on Instagram and there were quite a few that were like, hmm, I don't know how to answer this. Yeah. It's pretty difficult, but it we was. did our best. Yeah. But- yeah. It was exciting to see all of the questions rolling in. We were like really pumped up to talk yeah. about it. And we actually got together a couple times to talk about your questions and how we were going to answer that. And uh, we really tried to use a lot of verses um, just to back up what we're saying. We we always emphasize the Bible is our... Um, our shield. We are warriors with shields mm-hmm. and uh, the Bible is how we protect ourselves. And that's exactly what we want to do for you guys. We want to give you verses to be able to use for your questions. And it's pretty much just um, uh, supportive information to yeah. help us. So let's get started. The first one is um, about having a relationship with God versus religion. All right. So to begin with, um, I just want to say faith is not religion. It's, I feel very passionate that um, religion is a very cold word, in my opinion. Um, the schools use it, and it just seems to be thrown around. I feel like faith is a very accurate description because it is truly just trusting in the Lord and having that relationship and building that trust. And that is truly what um, being in a relationship with God is. And religion is just going through the motions, going through the steps, and you're just truly not um, feeling God's love and you are not actively seeking him every single day and everything you do. I agree. I feel like when I think of the word religion, I think of like a system, like you said, people just going through the motions mm-hmm. and they go to church and they take communion and do what everyone else is doing, but they don't like think about what that means to them yep. and what like the truth behind it. Yep. Um, it's easy to get into that cycle too. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, every day you wake up, you read your Bible, you go to church and you're just doing it because right. that's what good Christians do. Right. But if you're not actually like pursuing God mm-hmm. while you're doing those things mm-hmm. and wanting to grow your relationship with him. Yep. It's intimate. Useless. It should be intimate. Like right. when you go to church, that is so special because it is you um, being close with the Lord and praising him in any way that you feel is mm-hmm. necessary. Mm-hmm. So uh, another thing I wanted to add is um, from Matthew 7 verse 21, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't drive out demons in your name and do many miracles in your name? 
Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. So that just emphasizes the fact that we need a relationship with Jesus. We can't just do these things, go to church. Oh, I go to church. I, I believe in God. But do you really, do you really, like, do you have a relationship with him? Do you pursue him all the time and talk to him? And mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. saves you. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's important, too. We not only, like, we're not only calling out you guys, but we're calling out right. ourselves, too. Like, yeah. That's a reminder for yeah, me, too. Like, exactly. I need to actively seek out God yep. in everything I do yep. all day. Yep. I know. And I hear a lot like you, you should be having conversations with God all day long yeah. from when you wake up to when you go to bed. It shouldn't be a prayer once right. at night. Right. A prayer like between you and the Lord, your prayer should end with instead of like, amen, mm-hmm. like talk to you later. Yep. Like, I'll see you in a little yeah. bit. Like, yep. Don't, don't just end it. And I catch myself too. I go to pray at night and I'm going to bed and I'm laying down. I'm sleeping on my pillow like I'm literally falling asleep and I don't even get like halfway through my prayer and then I fall asleep like Mm -hmm. that. It's not good. It's not sufficient. It's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important that you know um, your boundaries within praying. So do I need to get up and do I need to sit in a chair (laughs) and pray Mm -hmm. and read my Bible? Should I like if you're able to like lay in bed and you can talk to God, then do it. But personally, I will fall asleep and I know that about myself. So I know that I have to get up. I have to sit up. I kind of have to Mm -hmm. really focus on what I'm doing. And that's important because, I mean, he waits all day long for us to talk to him. And then you go to talk to him and I'm falling Mm -hmm. asleep. Like, (laughs) that's not, that's not cool. That's not a healthy relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love praying in the car, just like driving and looking at all of his beautiful creation. Mm -hmm. That's when I love to talk to the Mm -hmm. Lord and, um, just outside in nature, walking. Yeah. Going to class. Yeah. Walking around campus. I love it. And that's how you, you have a relationship with him because Mm -hmm. you see his beauty. So it's just different for everybody. Right. I mean, I see it. I feel like I see it like through my family, like mm-hmm. when all of my family's together, I have a very big family. So when we're all together and like everyone's laughing and we're all having fun and um, just loving on each other, I, I see God within that. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is me so too. beautiful, like the relationships that we all have. And he gave me all these people mm-hmm. so that I could feel his love and his presence. It's It's cool. So, yeah, yeah, just everyone's different. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll go on to the next question. Somebody said, why do you think people turn away from the Christian faith? So I feel like people often turn away from, they like hurt by the church or hurt by God, I guess. Like, why would a loving and gracious God like take away my mother, my brother, my my child, you know? So those, those are kind of the things that like mm-hmm. turn people away and you just have to realize like like this is difficult to answer. I don't I don't know it is hard. Like, I don't know why he would do that, but there's just there's good that comes out of it and it makes you stronger and makes your relationship with him a lot stronger mm-hmm. because of those difficulties you've mm-hmm. gone through. And I feel like it's our job as Christians, like people that have turned away from the church to guide them back into it because they they have an understanding Mm -hmm. of god and we just need to 
ask them questions to grow them deeper into him and his creation and yeah and figure out what he's planning and what he's already done in their life and just yeah and uh i we both want to make it clear too that uh we're not disclaiming or um invalidating your hurt by the church Mm -hmm. um it's true they're people the church is people and we're only human and we do make mistakes and I want to apologize. Brielle wants to apologize upon yeah. um, other Christians and just let you know that um, we're sorry it happened. And Brielle and I had good experiences within the church all of our lives. Like growing up, I didn't really have any um, negative experiences. So um, I don't know how that feels. And I just want to let you guys know that um, we're sorry. It's not right. It's not how it should be. Um, but it's part of the plan. And it's for the greater good, and it was done, and for a better reason, and he's gonna make something beautiful out of it, and um, yeah. Well said. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So the third question is, with the world being how it is, how do you feel sharing your beliefs? So I want to start off by saying it's exciting, which is kind of weird. You would think, um. I'm scared. It's negative. Uh, it's really challenging, which, you know what? Sometimes is valid. It is. Um, sometimes it's negative. Sometimes I am scared to talk about um, my faith and my religion and all of that. Um, but it's also such a good time, too, mm-hmm. because people need the Lord so bad right now. And that is our job as Christians is to get other people to experience his love and his faithfulness. And that is something that I want everyone to do. And it's so cool that I was given the chance in this time, this exact moment to speak to you guys and this opportunity, this platform and take that chance with you guys and have you listen. And it's very exciting. Um, it's, I'm, I'm not saying I'm never scared. I'm, I never get nervous about talking and making people feel uncomfortable because that's that's my last intention. Um, but I I love God and I want to share that love with everybody that I can. Mm-hmm. I think it's just very important that we um, continue to share our beliefs no matter what, even mm-hmm. if it does get scary, even if it does get dangerous. I think it's it's very very important and it's truly what god put us here for mm-hmm. and and during this like crazy confusing time in everyone's mm-hmm. lives i feel like it's really important to realize that god's in control and he mm-hmm. has a wonderful plan for all of us and we need to just keep that in mind and um it might not be the plan you had in mind or that you wanted for your life but it's still the best plan for your life so agreed agreed yeah. It's it's probably not the plan you want. Right. <laughs> ten times. It's a lot. <laughs> nine times out that. of ten, it is usually not what you want to happen. And it just, it's God's plan. And he throws you a curveball. And we have to be ready to take that curveball and um, praise him through the storm and praise mm-hmm. him through the negatives and trust that he has our best intentions at heart. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so the next question is, do you believe that everything that happens in life is from God? 
Honestly, I don't think so because the devil exists and he's significant in our lives and he Mm -hmm. puts a lot in front of us that we have to overcome and God allows bad things to happen, but I don't think they're from him, but he puts them in our, he allows them to happen in our Mm -hmm. lives so we can overcome them and become stronger in our faith and yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a cool quote that just popped into my mind. Whenever something bad happens to us, like a death or a tragedy or um, a traumatic event, you lost your job, you lost a child, um, just you were wronged by the world. God feels your pain. He feels every single emotion that you have, that everybody has. And so he understands what you're going through. I mean, he was crucified on the cross, so it doesn't get much worse than that. Um, but he understands and he he knows your emotions are relevant and he feels that with us. And I think that's really cool to think about because he is hurt too. When we're hurt, mm-hmm. he's hurt. His mm-hmm. heart is broken. So I, when I tell myself that, I'm, I feel comforted because I know somebody else is that right there with me feeling that pain Um, but I there's a greater meaning so it all makes sense it's all it's all bigger than me Mm -hmm. and honestly if I didn't have that trust and that faith I don't know what I would do Mm -hmm. nothing would make sense right I'd probably just be mad all the time (laughs) yeah um another thing I wanted to add um Ecclesiastes 3 11 Mm -hmm. it says he has made everything appropriate in its time and that's just a reminder that he puts things in your life at the right time Mm -hmm. and it might be difficult it might be extremely hard and painful to go through but Mm -hmm. there's there's good that comes out of it and he has that he uses that to make you better and stronger in your faith and yep yeah yep stronger for the next battle that comes around right so if you're going through a battle right now and you're struggling and it's hard and you're like god i cannot do this trust me you can he won't give you too much that you cannot handle but also he's preparing you for the next battle that you have he's making you stronger and we just need to keep that in mind it's it's all for a plan and he's in control mm-hmm. so in control. we're okay and if you trust him you'll be fine exactly all right so the next question is what's your view on different denominations all right so in my opinion i just want to swipe out the whole word i just don't want it um i completely believe that as christians if you love Jesus and I love Jesus, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk about that. Uh, we can love each other through that. I just think that it's important that we don't get caught up with the the borders and the lines and and all of that. Honestly, crap. It's mm-hmm. it's just too much. I love every single person because they are God's child. And I, that doesn't matter what faith I am. I just, it's just what we do Mm -hmm. as Christians. And I'm trying to get everybody to heaven and 
if you're Catholic, if you're non-denominational, it, it doesn't matter. Um, I would agree with Mesa. Um, like there are slight differences between the different denominations, but truly the most important thing is what the Bible says and the big picture mm -hmm. and facts about Jesus, yes. the birth, yes. death, and his resurrection. And at the end of the day, like those little things you said, like the rules, whatever, that doesn't matter. It's about you loving Jesus and yeah. having a relationship with yep. him. And following what the Bible says. Right. I I will never challenge what the Bible says. What the Bible says is true. Mm -hmm. So that's where I my one my one line is probably mm -hmm. um is the Bible. I if you say something different than what the Bible says, then it is false in my eyes mm -hmm. because as a Christian, God says we follow what the Bible says and that is law. Mm -hmm. So that that's my only that's my only line. Yeah. <laughs> Denomination. So, yeah. Everyone's gotta read their Bibles to yep. know for themselves and yep. realize like it doesn't matter what denomination I'm a part of, like yep. it's all about loving God yeah. and knowing the truth. Yep. Which is yeah. the Bible. Yep. Churches are just groups of people and God called us to become a church because we need communities, which we've discussed before in past mm -hmm episodes but um it's just important that you make those communities but you also realize like your pastor is not perfect mm -hmm. and so we need to be knowledgeable within the bible to know that information for ourselves and know when hey i don't think that's right because we can't trust i mean they're not perfect it's okay they make mistakes but we have to we have to check ourselves too and we have people around us that are familiar with the Bible and that's why it's so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So the next one, um, how do you deal with hurt in the church or people in the church? Mm -hmm. All right. So we kind of discussed this already, but we wanted to group it into two just because uh, we think it's really important to emphasize that uh, God is good and he is kind, and it is not his fault that bad things happen. They just do. And sadly, it even reaches the insides of churches and people within the church. And it only makes sense, though, because we're all not perfect. And if we were, this life would be pretty boring. Um, no one would be different from each other. We all have our flaws. We all have our... Um, skills and that's cool to see um but i just think it's important to let you guys know that you don't have to go to a church to love and praise god some people enjoy going to church and singing and praising god and that's how they love him um but you don't have to do that i i strongly advise to push yourself and have that as a goal to eventually get to a church that um, loves you and you feel accepted at, but it is a true self-exploration. Um, mm -hmm. You just have to figure out what you fit in best. If that means reading your Bible, if that means going on YouTube and searching up Bible videos. I've done that before. I struggle to read the Bible, actually, and I have read the lines over over and over and over again, probably 10 times. So I go to YouTube and I watch 
I've watched it and then I I uh, it's like a cool little video and it helps me understand what I'm mm -hmm. reading and so then I'll go back and I'll read it and then I'll be like oh this is what that means mm -hmm. so it's just it's just whatever your preference is and however you can love God and praise him and create a relationship with him that's what mm -hmm. you got to do yeah but it, also it's awesome to have those like other Christians around to keep you accountable and to help you grow in your faith and to have those hard questions yeah. with and they'll help they'll help you get through it yep for sure mm -hmm. um Brielle and I have oof, we've struggled probably for 18 years trying to like find that group that pushes you to be better and um it's very important that you find those people that hold you accountable. And if, okay, so this kind of goes into our next question, mm -hmm. um, advice on how to ignore temptation. I feel like this is huge in our generation. As young people, we want to do the next best thing. And sometimes the next best thing usually is the wrong thing. <laughs> so that seems to keep happening. Um, so I just think that it's important to hold yourself accountable and like you, okay, so let's say you have a friend who is pushing you to do bad things or they're doing bad things, like sinful things, and they're just trying to find that peace in their heart that is missing and you know what it is and you know that it's Jesus, but you want to let them know that you approach them. And as Christians, we need to be loving, non-judgmental, but you need to let them know how you feel and let them know you're here for them. But also, if they continue on this path, that it, that it might go somewhere where they don't want it to. And vice versa for yourself. Like, you don't want to keep being put in these situations where you could do something bad too. And it just doesn't make sense. Parties probably not the best place to create a community that you want to be around. So it's kind of just don't put yourself in that position where something could happen. And Brielle and I have had to learn this. That, that wasn't something that came easy to us. Right. That, that was hard. Mm -hmm. um, but once we did, it kind of just made sense. Like we, we always knew that we didn't really belong where – where we were hanging out in high school and right. um, with the people that we were hanging out with. And it's it took a, t it took a time. It took a little bit longer than we wanted to, but uh, we finally got there, and it's peaceful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, and I feel like it's super important to set up boundaries for yourself and just avoid, just totally avoid those yep. situations. Yeah. Like, don't even put yourself in that position. Yeah. And – like you said, finding those friends that will keep you accountable and want the best for, for you mm -hmm. and want to see you do good things and don't do something you regret. So, yeah, it's super important. It is me. important. It is. I mean, Jesus was hated. He was crucified. He literally died. Um, because people hated him so much, hated his beliefs, hated his friends, hated who he was as a person. And so Brielle and I, I've brought that up several times in high school because I just felt uh, like people didn't like me or they judged me 
or they thought I wasn't cool because I wasn't doing what everybody else was doing. And it wasn't easy. I didn't like not being liked. <laughs> liked. Like that's no one doesn't no one wants to feel like outcasted. And I I don't I felt like I did a good job of kind of like being like my little Christian, like keeping my heart, whatever, mm-hmm. just keeping myself hidden. And that's good, right? That's like it it worked out. Um I was I was somebody else behind walls and nobody really got to see who I was because I hid it. And that's like saying, hey, God, I love you back here, but I really can't bring you out because people won't like that. They won't like me. And that's literally defeating the whole purpose of being a Christian. Um, I realized that later, but um, I didn't want to be hated. I didn't want to be disliked. And I felt like the older I was getting, the more I was realizing, what are you doing? Like, why are you acting like this? And that's not what Jesus did. Jesus was crucified for all of us. And he even cried out to God and was like, why have you forsaken me (laughs) when he was about to die? And Jesus knew every single question there was. And they were answered for him. And he still, he still tripped. He still tripped up. He struggled. And that is so vital. It is okay to struggle. It is okay to not get it right away. And it took me a little bit longer, but um, I got there and I now know why I went through what I did in high school and middle school and elementary school um, to be where I am today mm-hmm. in front of all of you guys talking about being a Christian and being very proud of it and very happy with the friendships and relationships that I have that continue to push me to be a better Christian. Mm-hmm. It's It's very fun to keep growing and becoming what God has envisioned me to be. Mm-hmm. I do want to tell that story. I want to add that in. The Bible one. Okay. So we have emphasized before in our last two episodes how important it is to know the Bible and just know it through and through. My dad always says that warriors, we are warriors as Christians and we fight every single day, which is against Satan and just that evil and that just horrific, horrific spirits. And when we have our Bible, it's our shield. And when something happens to us, we use our shield to protect ourselves so we need to know our weapon that we're using. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to be able to just recall verses and be like, okay, no, I'm not. I'm not ugly. I'm not mean. I'm not terrible because God said I wasn't. He didn't make me to be terrible. He made me beautiful. He made me strong. And those roots are so, so important. And so you need to get familiar with that. But when I was about 13, I think it was seventh grade, I was a seventh grader, and um, I went to a mission trip. My mom always forced me to go to little missionary trips, and I am so grateful today that she did. But to carry on, um, I went, and we were all reading the Bible. It was a little little group, and everybody in the room 
we were reading this verse and she, the leader, she was like, you need to keep reading it over and over and over again. And I want you to pick out a word that God is trying to show you. And so I was reading it over and over and over again, like I always do. I, I always read and then I just don't understand what I'm reading. And I was like, okay, this is a joke. So I'm reading and all of a sudden a word pops up to me and it's the water, the wavy water or something like that, crashing water. And I was like, here we go. That makes a lot of sense. The water. Wow. That has a lot of impact on me. And so I was like, raised my hand. I felt God being like, dude, like it means something. Just relax, like be patient. I was like, okay. So I raised my hand and uh, the lady came over and she was like, um, what's going on? And I was like, this is popping out at me. I believe God wants me, like he's trying to tell me something and I just don't understand. And so then we started praying about it and I was really scared because I didn't want to not have anything happen to me. I was like, oh my gosh, God, like I'm going to be embarrassed in front of the sweet lady. Like she, (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm supposed to like say. Like I'm just going to say something because I have to, because we're praying about it. And so then I close my eyes and she starts praying and she said all the right things. She truly did. She made me so relaxed and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a chance. So I cleared my mind. I was completely just ready to hear what he had to say. And he did. He spoke to me and he said, your life is like a boat and the waves are crashing all around you but I will make the water calm. And I open my eyes and I look at her and I'm just like, oh my gosh, he just said something to me. And she was like, what? I just start crying. I'm like, I tell her what happened. She makes me tell everyone there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, couldn't I couldn't even explain it. The feeling, the emotion that I had. Um, God talking to me was that change in my life that point where I really I really was all for Jesus and I finally understood what everybody was always talking about that love and that joy that you feel when he is there I felt it and so I feel like I am who I am today because of that moment and I just that's why we want to emphasize all of these moments that God gives us there is a reason for it and it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. And he's only trying to make us better. And we all have the same goal. And that is to get to heaven with him and to experience that peace mm-hmm. forever. I, re- I remember <laughs> when you told that story, we were in eighth grade, Mrs. Hennigy's classroom. We had like little Bible studies after <laughs> after school on Tuesday yep. nights. I don't know how I remember this, but um, I don't know how you, you do either. everyone in the room that story. And we weren't like really friends at the time, mm-hmm. but I still remember that. And I like that your story like changed me too. Like I I'm like, I'm not alone. I I read the I read a verse over and over too and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand. What am I supposed to get from this? What what does this mean to me? And yeah. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm so glad you you know like you remember that because I I still think about it like recently really yeah it's really weird that's so cool like that's so God 
like uh, working yeah. in our lives like we weren't really friends then mm-hmm. and I didn't really even know much about Brielle um obviously we're really close now and it's so exciting to see like he had that plan for us to be friends all along and it's so cool to see it unfold and mm-hmm. for us to grow together now like in our relationship with God and it's so exciting like I just feel I have goosebumps like mm-hmm. it's just so exciting and so fun and we want you guys to experience that too so that's why we really emphasize that relationship because Brielle and I have experienced what it is like when you can grow together in your relationship with God and it's so exciting and fun mm-hmm. yeah, and, and encouraging too because it, it it is discouraging when you're by yourself and mm-hmm. um, you just don't have anyone pushing you to be better and you to be for the Lord. To talk to and relate to and realize like I'm not alone. Yeah. This is hard. Yeah, but I can I can do it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's so cool. I love it. I love it so much. <sighs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you have any more questions, you can DM us on Instagram. Well, we'll get back to you or we might make another podcast with more questions. Yeah. But um, we just want to end with a prayer. So, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that whoever may be listening finds something to take away from this conversation. And that if anyone who is listening doesn't know you, is encouraged to take that next step to open the Bible and read your word, your truth, and talk to you, develop a relationship with you. And if others listening are on fire for you, I pray that they would use that fire to spread your word and encourage others to find that fire. Lord, I pray that you use our conversation here today to to reach others who need to hear it and encourage them to keep asking questions and getting to know who you are and how perfect your word is. Lord, we love you and thank you so much for everything you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you next time on Teen View. Bye, guys. Thank you.